Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this very special episode of the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast, where I have the beautiful Sophia Palace with me. Sophia is a copywriter, astrologer, and intuitive launch coach who helps entrepreneurs connect deeply with their soul purpose ultimately, so they can write copy that feels great, makes them more dollars and allows them to serve their clients. So I have known Sophia for quite a few years. We met in a mastermind a few years ago and this, oh, actually last year, gosh, it's 2022, isn't it? Not 2021. So last year in 2021, I had the great pleasure of helping Sophia as a private client where we worked together to hire a key member of her team. So the reason I have invited Sophia onto the podcast today is to talk about how she felt moving through that hiring process and making that decision even to make that hire and to start that process, but specifically to talk about fear. So the fear of hiring, because let's face it, I think we can all relate to how nerve-wracking it is taking a big leap like this in our business, let alone committing to more dollars going out the door. So please join me in giving Sophia a very, very warm welcome. It's wonderful to have you here today. Thanks for coming on to chat to me. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. So good. So good. So before we dive into chatting about all things hiring and all the feelings that come up along the way, I want to hand over to you to share a little bit about your business. So can you tell us what you do? Because I'm sure there's people listening going, what? Astrology? Copy? How do they all go together and what, what does that actually mean? Yes, what a great question. <laughs> so my background is as a traditional copywriter, marketer in public relations, former journalist, all of that sort of more traditional writing style. But a few years ago I discovered the amazing power of astrology and I thought to myself, you know what, it would be really helpful for my clients to have this kind of insight into themselves because to me astrology is a powerful tool to help you access your uniqueness, your soul gifts, what you're really here to do, and it's also this really powerful timing technique so you can it can help you plan out the best times of the year to launch or when you really need rest and so forth. So... I started to incorporate it into my business and it's become the foundation of what I do now, which is to use astrology to look at my clients' charts, to understand them from that foundational personality, deep personality level, because to me, an astrology chart is way more powerful than any personality test you can do. And to help them to bring out their unique communication style and what makes them special and therefore what attracts the right kinds of clients to them and then how to help them use that in their launches and in their sales copy to make it just this amazing force that helps them and helps their clients. Amazing because I know that obviously we're business buddies and we've got a lot of entrepreneurial friends and, you know, 
what to say, how to market yourself. It's definitely one of the trickiest things that we all need to conquer. So to be able to come up with that messaging from that beautiful place of understanding yourself, I guess, through astrology, it's just, it sounds magic. And I'm sure it is for your clients. Yes, I I think of it as practical magic because I'm a very practical person, but just bringing in that extra bit of astro juice. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, so when we do these behind-the-scenes interviews, I always like to share a little bit of business context so everyone listening can understand, I guess, the stage of business that the business I'm talking to is in. So we have a bit of context around size and whatnot. So let's wind back a little bit. So as of the start of 2021, last year, you'd been in business for a a few years, hadn't you? How long had you been in business? I think that was the start of my fifth year in business. Yeah. Okay. And revenue-wise, you were sitting at around? Yeah, I was around about the six-figure mark. I was just, I was, I'd had a couple of tough years for a number of reasons, but I was building up, I was projecting to have a six-figure year and I knew that I wanted to grow that further. Like I knew I was ready for that next level of growth. Okay, cool. So you've been in business a few years, um, a few little things along the way, which uh, you know we all have in our lives. So about to hit six figures. And you'd also hired before, hadn't you? So a few years back, you'd had somebody working with you, but because of those like life and personal things that sort of came up, you went back to just being you for a while. So technically, as of the beginning of 2021, you were a solopreneur. I was. Okay, cool. So what was happening for you that made you feel like it was the right time to hire or potentially it was the right time to hire? You know, you said that you were nearly at six figures and you were ready to go bigger. So give us some context around what was happening. I had a few large clients that I was spending a lot of time on. And I was building the coaching side of my business as well in terms of building the astrology slash copy coaching side of my business. And what I realized was I just didn't have time to create my own content or to market myself in the way that I knew I needed to because, you know, I'm a marketer and I knew that that's a really core part of your business and I wasn't able, I didn't just didn't have the time. I couldn't do all of the things. I have a very strong commitment to to content and to consistency in my content. And I felt that I was going to start losing that consistency unless I got help. Got it. So you basically got to a point where you were running out of time. Yeah. So you got to capacity, you're running out of, you know, your own physical time, number of hours you had left in the day and the things that weren't getting done you didn't like or you weren't getting to those things. Yeah. I wasn't getting to them. And also I wanted to be able to do more workshops, more visibility type activities. And I just didn't have the capacity to put together the presentations and do the outreach to the right people and all of that stuff because I was bogged down in admin and just in keeping things going week to week. Yeah, got it. Okay. So let's chat about the feelings that were coming up when you were at that stage and you were deciding, should I hire? When should I hire? Should I bring someone on board? What's this going to look like? Because am I right in thinking you sat in that for about six months? Yeah, I had, I guess I realized at the start of the year, so a year ago, this year I'm going to have to hire someone. 
but I did stick with it for a long time because the last time I'd hired someone, I was at that six figure level, right? And then I had some significant issues in my, you know, in my life, which caused, had a flow and effect on my business and my revenue went down significantly. And I'd only just kind of got myself back up there. So I guess I was worried about was my revenue going to be sustainable to take someone on? So I was worried about that. I was worried about the time it was going to take to onboard someone. I was worried about how how I was going to find someone, you know, that would be a good fit. And I guess worried about going down the easy route of finding someone who works for someone else and, and get bringing them into my team and all of those things. But I knew, having spoken to you so many times about it, that I needed to go through the process, but the process felt overwhelming to me. The hiring process itself felt overwhelming. And so it was kind of like, I'll just push it off and I'll just push it off and I'll just push it off. Yet it wasn't until halfway through the year when I realized if I don't do something now, I'm never going to do it because I'm never going to have the time to do it. I had to make it a priority kind of thing. Okay. So you're worried about having the time knowing what to do and doing it well, I guess. I really want to dig into the fear that sits around this and fear in general because it's 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 huge and I think it comes up all the time. It 100% comes up for me and I think that a lot of the time we focus on talking about strategy and actions and the to-do things, but I don't know if we talk enough about how we manage those feelings that we have along the way. So, Let's talk about that. So what fears were sitting in your belly when it came to who to hire, managing a team, and just, I guess, growing that business? So you sort of started to think, okay, I'm going to have to get somebody, but let's talk about all the fears. Let's bring them up. Well, I guess the number one fear that I said earlier was, am I ready to hire someone? Because do I have enough consistent income that I can consistently pay someone? So I had to work my way through that and feel solid in the fact that I would have consistent income. I had a fear around not knowing uh, where to start. I guess that that overwhelm of like, oh, this feels heavy and I don't really know how to start this whole process. What if I'm not clear enough on who I need and I hire the wrong person and that gets awkward? Or, you know, like I'd had an experience before where I had hired someone and it worked out for a little while, but then things, you know, I wasn't clear on what I wanted. So things went a bit pear-shaped for me. I didn't feel that I was getting what I needed from the relationship. And that's what I was worried about doing again. There was a big fear in me that I was not clear in myself. I was not a powerful enough CEO to hire someone to be, to lead a team or, you know, that kind of feeling of, yeah, not being ready, the fear of not being ready for this. Shouldn't I just do it myself? <laughs> you know, who am I to have a team? Let's skip forward. You hired a virtual assistant that started in sort of three months ago, is it? That you've had the virtual assistant? Yeah, she started in November. Yeah. Awesome. And so looking back at those fears and the way you were feeling, how do they look now? Like what 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 are they yeah? Kind of ridiculous. <laughs> But, but totally real, right? Like totally real at the time. It was totally real at the time. But, you know, like I hear, you know, people say all the time once they get a team, particularly people who've been in your world, I feel so much more at ease in my business now. Like, of course, the money was there. And of course, the money will be there. And, 
you know, because I had that support to get through the process, the process wasn't actually that complicated at all. It was just a process like anything else. You know, knowing that I went through that process makes me feel really confident that I have the right person. And because I know now how to do it, I feel confident that if for whatever reason it didn't work out in the future, I could do it again and I'd be okay. It's that fear of, I guess, the unknown that what I was sitting in before. And now I'm like, well, of course, it makes total sense that having someone in your team makes so much more possible. And yeah, my marketing has tripled. My marketing output has tripled. I've been able to run more workshops and have that support where I'm like, I don't have to spend hours setting up the technical stuff. Somebody else is doing it. And I can feel really confident that it's being done properly. And I'm, you know, and I can still have that oversight, but it's not like I'm sitting there getting frustrated, spending my time doing that. Instead, I'm spending the time doing what I'm really good at, which is talking to clients and, you know, talking about astrology and writing copy and not spending my time on, you know, scheduling and getting things to integrate and all of that kind of thing. It's interesting, isn't it? Because we do worry about the spend, but actually spending the money is sometimes what actually brings the money in on the other side. Work we worry about not having enough money to be able to spend, but actually the spend generates the money, generates the consistency as well. So particularly, as you said, when you are clear on what you're looking for and you're clear on, okay, well, if I'm not doing this anymore, if I'm not tinkering in the technical, what will I be spending my time on? Oh, suddenly that's a revenue generating activity and that's where we can get some comfort from. So let's talk about that a little bit. How you actually got comfortable? So, you know, did you just wake up one day and be like, okay, cool, I'm not scared anymore. Let's do this. <laughs> did you get over the fear or did you just like embrace the fear and do it anyway? What did you do? Well, look, it was really helpful having someone to guide me through the process. Like that can't be kind of underestimated. I think I respond really well to accountability. And it was a lot of feel the fear, do it anyway, because someone's expecting me to do this, you know, get this thing done and is holding me accountable to make sure that I do hire someone. And I also think there's a lot of it's now or never. You get to some point in your business where you're like, okay, if I don't do something about this now, I probably never will. And I'm going to just stay on this hamster wheel and doing this thing and being frustrated with myself and being frustrated that I can't get any further in my business. So it's like you just have to kind of grab the opportunity or the, the timing and go right now is it's happening. I love that. You just sort of, so you look at it and you go, well, if nothing changes, nothing changes. I need to feel the fear and move through it anyway. And, and your way of moving through it was to get support through the hiring process, which was working with me and having somebody guide you so that I guess you could make the best decision you could as you move through this thing which was causing you some fear or took this leap in your business. Awesome. 12 months ago when you were sitting there thinking about doing this, do you wish in hindsight now that you had done it earlier? Yeah, I do. I wish I had done it earlier but I also know because because I'm an astrologer that (laughs) can't rush these things but I do think if I had done it earlier I would have had a lot more ease in, you know, the middle half of the year, which was really busy for me. August, September was probably the busiest I've ever been. And if I'd had support then, 
I wouldn't have just dropped off the <laughs> face of, you know, the internet for six to eight weeks while I got through my client work. I would have had something in place to keep me visible and to, you know, help me with client inquiries and, and just to keep things moving. Yeah. I mean, everything happens in perfect timing anyway, but, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, mm. a little bit earlier might have helped through that peak period. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So is there anything that you wish you knew then or, you know, do you feel like there is this right time to hire or what do you wish you knew or what would you tell someone else who's sitting there thinking about this? I would say if you have a solid business, then you need to hire now. <laughs> like, and you don't have, you haven't hired anyone, you need to hire now because, yeah, like I said, the longer you put it off, the harder you're making it for yourself, really. That's what I was doing. I was just making it harder for myself and thinking that I was putting off something that was going to be a really hard task. But actually, if I'd done that task, I would have helped my future self. <laughs> you know, my future self would have been a whole lot happier if I had done that before. So it's like be kind to your future self by hiring before before you're really desperate to hire. Yeah, and I know you say stuff like that all the time, but, like, it's so true. You knowing yourself, like I knew in myself that I was ready to hire someone, or not not ready, but I knew in myself that I could have hired someone a lot longer before, a lot long time before I did, but I was, you know, putting it off for various reasons. So I would say do your future self a favour and just <laughs> if you're thinking about it, if you know you need help, just do it now save yourself a lot of heartache. I love that. Be kind to your future self by not waiting until you're, did you, did you say desperate? What was the word? Did you say desperate? Yeah. So be kind to your future self by not waiting until you're like, yeah, stressed, burnt, burnt out or, or feeling desperate. So I love that. Be kind to your future self. And I guess that's, you know, you said if you have a solid business, so maybe it's if you have a solid business or you want a solid business and you're committed to that direction then be kind to your future self. I love that. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily tied to your income level either. Like that's what I mean by if you have or you want a solid business or you know that there is a, I guess if you understand that there is a solid business there, yep. go for it. You're out of the hobby stage. You're ready to, yeah. Yeah, it's not a side hustle. You're doing the thing. Get support from early on because it will expand your possibilities to earn more, expands your capacity to earn more. And also it feels so much lighter when you have the right person supporting you or the right people. Love that. Yeah. I love that. Ah, well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your time today and for sharing all of that. It has been such a pleasure. And as I said, I really appreciate your transparency and sharing the feelings because I don't think that they're talked about enough. I think that we're, you know, encouraged to just go and do all the things and just work out and just get up every day and do it, squash the feelings and the resistance that we feel along the way. So thank you for sharing um, because I know that everybody who's listening has either felt that way or is feeling that way at the moment. So, yay, we're all in this together. Where can people find you to connect further, join your world or learn more about Australian Coffee? Right. Well, you can find me over on Instagram at Sophia Palace. That's P-A-L-L-A-S. And also online, sophiapalace.com. Those are the best places, I think. But yeah, I have some resources for people who are 
interested in finding out more about their cosmic communication style, how their own personal astro energy helps them communicate. And I have workshops and and other juicy things you can get your hands on around using astrology to plan your launches and, yeah, just generally write better copy and engage better with your ideal clients. So Amazing. I I highly recommend everybody jumps over and follows Sophia and jumps in and looks at those resources. They are amazing. I've had an astrology reading and it's very, very cool. So I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. And if you have, please share and tag us both on Instagram. I'm Paula Maidens Consulting and Sophia has just shared hers at Sophia Palace. So we'll, of course, pop all that, all those information in the show notes so that you can jump over and check out Sophia. But we would love to hear what you think. And thank you so much for your time again, Sophia. And thank you for listening today, everybody. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.